What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode number 498 of the Smart Out Moment Smack Talk podcast, Hot Tags of the Week, where we'll be breaking down some of the current events and the rumors and news and gossip and other things that have happened in the world of pro wrestling over the past few days. I'm Tony Mango. With me is Robert E. Felice. I am a lot of things, Tony. I am a cryptocurrency investor. I am a writer. But more importantly than that, I am your co-host for just about every single one of these podcasts. I thought you were going to say I am a cryptocurrency. <laughs> Not yet. It might be. Uh, you know, dude, Felice coin might pop up for all we know. We're thinking about it. <laughs> By we, I mean me, because who else is me? That's a very existential question. Who else yeah. is you? So we're going to get into <laughs> parallel realities and just start... <laughs> You know. We're not going down that route yet. Then again, I did post on Facebook the other day, who or what does Tony Mango mean to you? You did. And I was trying to be like, what What kind of shit are you going through? But I ended up saying, ah, very, very nice things. You remind me of laughter because I always laugh. As and, you know, and you know what kind of shit I'm going through. So. Yeah, I do. I don't need to ask. So, it's like, what kind of shit are you going through? Oh, yeah. All that stuff. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> Well, drop a comment below. Who or what is Tony Mango to all of you? Who or what is Smart Guy Moments Mac Talk to you? What are you thinking about these hot tags? Whatever you want to drop a comment in uh, the comment section about. And if you are on YouTube, of course, that's where you'll find the, the comment section that's the best to kind of keep the discussion going. So hop on over there and, you know, do the whole typey type and drop that comment. While you're doing that, hit the like button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button if you haven't done that already. Just double check to make sure that you are subscribed just in case you're a regular who got unsubscribed in some weird way. Ring that little notification bell as well. That way you'll be aware of when we go live for different things like this coming weekend. We're going to have another post show immediately after Hell in a Cell. So that way you'll get the email alert of like, hey, the guys are actually, you know, they're, they're live right now. Go ahead and check it out. That kind of thing. If you want to hit the applause button, that's great. That's a nice little tip jar essentially for us. The more uh, dedicated form of that is the join button. That'll give you access to the members only stuff that we have, which the members only stuff is the same thing as the Patreon dark casts and the other things we have going on there. So, you know, join on YouTube, join on the Patreon, whatever it might be. There's multiple different tiers. Check out what we've got to offer there. And if you got the spare change and you want to help us out, it's a great way to do it. There's also TeePublic and Redbubble, which you can pick up merchandise stuff. If you're interested in any of those designs, pick them up as soon as you can, because I just keep getting more and more and more taken down. So now you can't get pretty much, I don't know, I think I'm at somewhere around 200 different designs have been taken down between the three different pages for, well, technically six, because it's three Redbubble and three TeePublic, but it's a lot. So if you do see something and you're like, yeah, I might uh, try to get that, get it before you, <laughs> you can't anymore, you know? So those are some ways to help out. And before we roll along here, let me just get this out of the way as well. If you want to help out on the other sister website, uh, fanboysanonymous.com, that's the name of it. So go to fanboysanonymous.com and subscribe to that YouTube channel. Follow those Facebook and Twitter accounts and check out all the different podcasts and the different articles that are up there, including the James Bond uh, podcast that we've been doing, A Review to a Kill. We've also got fan tracks for movie commentary things, and we've got some other stuff in the pipeline that we're going to be working on here and there. So if you are interested in things outside of just pro wrestling, check it out. If you want to check out only the pro wrestling stuff, at least check out the No Holds Barred 
fan tracks because that was a lot of fun. So follow, like, share, do all that kind of good stuff. You know the score. Let's get into this. Let's talk about trademarks. We got a couple that are pretty interesting. We don't know what they're going to necessarily apply to, but well, we know one of them. Josh Briggs. Because it's Josh Briggs. Yeah, we know who Josh Briggs is. <laughs> right. Joshua Bruns, I think is his name, his real name. But he's, you know, he's been Josh Briggs. So, hey, maybe they're so finally doing they're, something with him. They're going to go with Briggs. And if I had to guess, so I don't think he's the battery recharging. But if they're going to go with somebody new for the battery recharging, I hope it's Briggs. We definitely are going to have to talk about that battery. So we're going to put a pin in that. Um, the trademarks that are on top of the Josh Briggs one, we've got JC Jane. I am assuming, of course, that that's somebody on the women's division. Uh, it might not be, you know, I mean, could always just be some guys named JC Jane or something, but I assume that's probably one of the women. And we do have more than, I think it's like around like seven women that haven't had their name picked yet. There's uh, oh, Ivy Nile. We, she picked her name. Uh, there's no... Who's Ivy Nile? Emily Enzulis. I think that's how you pronounce okay, it. Cool. There's um, Anriel Howard. Sure. So maybe her. There's uh, Cameron Clay or Cameron Brene. There's Jennifer Iglesias. There's Carissa Rivera. Sanjana George. Stephanie Lee, D. Lee. I never say this girl's name right, so I hope that they make her JC Jane. Stephanie Delandre. I always want to say like DeAndre or Deland something, whatever. I, for some reason, I, my brain cannot say that out loud the first time around. Stephanie Delandre. And there's Taylor Grado, Grado, Avery Taylor. Sure. And Simone Johnson. Who should not be anything other than Simone Johnson. <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, Unless she's like something so, other than Simone, but she's got to have Johnson in there, you know? So the, Johnson's the part that I actually don't like. Well, I mean, we're all going to know that it, that's The Rock's daughter. I know, but like The Rock doesn't call himself Dwayne Johnson when he's wrestling. He's The Rock. She should be uh, Simone Rock's. No, I was going to say Rockson, but that's not like the Odin son type of thing. It would be. You just call it Roxy. Rock to tear. <laughs> You could just call her Roxy if you were desperate to cling on to the rock. But like Samoan, I like last name. Maybe go the my not specifically my via, but like maybe go the I'd be cool with my via. Hey, can we borrow one of these Samoan names? You know, I'd be cool with Roxy (laughs) Maivia. R O X Y, my via. Yeah, I do it. <laughs> so I'm assuming JC Jane's one of them. Maybe they signed to somebody else too, because that just kind of happens out of the middle of nowhere. So maybe, I don't know. I highly doubt that we're going to get some kind of a different name. Like, you know, suddenly Casey Catanzaro is going to change her name to JC Jane or something like that. It would be Casey Jane. But what, what was. Ken Carter's name wasn't it? Cl- it was it Lacey Lane. Lacey Lane, yeah. Really? Lacey Lane, JC Jane, <laughs> Casey Catanzaro, Casey Kane, you know, like. yeah, Candy Kane, Candy Floss. 
Where's Candy Floss been? She got signed and she's never shown up a single time. COVID, bro. Like, she'll go out there. Crazy. But maybe JC Jane might be one of the other names we're going to talk about. So we'll, we'll come back to JC Jane. There's also Nikita, N A K I T A. Yeah. Yeah. I'm for some reason, I don't know why, because I don't know a damn thing about her. So there's, you know, don't run this as being like, you know, uh, scoop, it's whatever. Like, I'm pure bullshit. I'll just, it's not even a great assault. Take it with pure bullshit. I'm thinking Nikita is Carissa Rivera because. Even though some people go with things that are completely different from their names, just for the sake of like, well, you know, hey, I'm, uh, oh my God, what, what was her name elsewhere? Uh, Gigi Dolan. Blank oh, on Priscilla it. Kelly. Priscilla, Priscilla Kelly. Kelly, yeah. I was going to say, I was like Priscilla Presley, and I'm like, no, that's not right. <laughs> but like, Priscilla Kelly uh, is nowhere close to Gigi Dolan. But then you get other people that do things that are very close to what their names are. You know, or at least like somewhat in the same ballpark, you know, uh, Brianna Brandy becomes B-Fab. Love it. By the way, I love that we're going back there. That is so much better. We're going to talk about certain names that I'm going to be like, bleh, in a little bit. But we're going back to B-Fab. I think B-Fab is a great name. I think Top Dollar is a cool name, you know, instead of AJ Francis. Right, because it's so bland, and when somebody like a Trey Baxter comes out on NXT and it's like, hey, everybody, it's Trey Baxter. I'm like, all right, well, who the fuck's Trey Baxter? <laughs> you know, like, I've heard some good things about Blake Christian, but the name itself, too, is just Blake Christian. It's just a name. It's just John Anderson. Okay, well, does he wear black trunks? Is that it? Is he wrestler? Is that his character? Same as everybody else? I like the names like the B-Fab and, you know, something that stands out where it just feels like it's a character. So even though Nikita isn't necessarily like Hulk Hogan or the Ultimate Warrior or, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin or whatever it might be, like, at least Nikita kind of makes me go, if she ends up being something and somebody goes, you know, 10 years from now. Hey, remember that good Nikita match? People go, oh yeah, the one with what? And instead of being like, hey, do you remember the match with uh, I don't know, name somebody on this uh roster right now that I'm blanking on the name of. That's like a nobody or something. Um, uh, let's see, Carissa Rivera. Like, uh, no offense to Carissa Rivera, I don't even know who that is, but like, that sounds like, bland. Levi Muir. I still don't know who that is. There you go. <laughs> you <know? laughs> He's a guy on NXT UK. He's a jobber on that. And fair enough. he is a type of guy that they're not protecting, but it's like, cause he's been losing. He's a jobber in that fashion, but they seem like they will probably change his name down the line to something else and repackage him as something else just to be like, Oh, he's Levi Muir when he's losing. And then he's going to be like, Hey, debuting on the brand is, uh, you know, Levi pants. Pure. Because <laughs> he's a pure wrestler who wins. Levi Jeans. <laughs> but like, so, uh, so they did this even with a guy who wasn't necessarily he he had a name. Uh, Nathan Frazier, Ben yeah, Carter. Ben Carter. Now, granted, Ben Carter's a little plain, but 
on the surface, so is Nathan Fraser. Yeah, there's nothing that stands out with Nathan Fraser. Is it Fraser and not Fraser? Like the, the show? Fraser? Yeah, Fraser, Fraser, not uh, Fraser. Okay, Crane. fair enough. Talk but even then, like it's it's bland enough that you don't even know, you know. Yeah. Whereas something more along the lines of, uh, I don't know, like uh, Ridge Holland. That's a name. Cool with that. Yeah, he's badass. Um, you know, I Dewdrop is a terrible name, <laughs> but I like it, it's it's something. Well, yeah, we're we're gonna get into that name too. <laughs> it's it's something like, uh, honestly, one of the better. Hey, let's take away this person's first name, Cesaro. Like Antonio Cesaro is just another guy. Cesaro, I don't know for some reason. It's like if you say it right, it, it invokes power and lots of lots of good things with Cesaro. Murphy was always a stupid one. Always hated that. <laughs> I didn't like I Buddy like, Murphy I to like begin Murphy. with. But... I like Murphy, but yeah, but I... when they drop the Buddy, and they, it's Murphy, okay, like, and... and I mean, this is my own kind of bias, but again, like, I like Buddy Murphy himself. I the name is a different story, but he as a wrestler, like, I can't wait to see like some of the cool shit that he does. But when somebody's name is Buddy, I just inherently think of South Park. I'm not your buddy guy. Right. I'm not your buddy friend. I'm not your friend guy. That kind of thing. But then also Murphy, when somebody's just flat out Murphy, I'm like, all right, RoboCop. That's it. Yeah, that sounds right. So he's uh, a Canadian South Park RoboCop, (laughs) to my mind. That's where you give somebody a name that's more... You don't have to go stereotypical, but like he's from Australia. Maybe give him more of like a an Australian kind of name. I don't know what, but like, th- all right, this will be the type of thing people will go. God damn it, Tony, you're fucking really. But don't like, say, don't 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 do it. Like don't, Dundee don't for his last name. Okay, sure. <laughs> like, if you wanted to, at least it would be more memorable, you know. <laughs> Not Fair Buddy enough. Dundee, but like Murphy Dundee. That's a little bit better than Buddy Murphy. Anyway, we're not re fucking packaging Buddy Murphy here. We're talking about <laughs> trademarks. <laughs> Listen, it's easy to fall down the rabbit hole. I understand. <laughs> Do they have rabbit holes the same in Australia? <laughs> no, no. God, go move on. <laughs> now I'm just imagining a big kangaroo. Anyway, love you if you're from Australia. Let me know. <laughs> um, Nikita though I'm assuming maybe a Carissa Rivera type uh, we have Andre Chase which sounds a little bland but it's not as bad hoping that that's maybe Joe Ariola or mm, I guess I don't know I kind of don't want Matrick Belton to change his name because the name Matrick is just kind of like Matrick yeah just keep that one. That's kind of like different, you know. But Andre Chase sounds more like the character in some kind of a not necessarily like a superhero thing, but like something like that. I could see a character on a TV show or a movie being Andre Chase. Maybe like a Lucifer type. 
You watch Lucifer? I've seen it. Fantastic show. Can't wait to get the final season that's out there. But um, I could see like, you know, the suave, charming guy being like, hey, I'm Andre Chase, you know. So I think that some of these names are definitely associated with Diamond Mind, including specifically the what I'm assuming are brothers, Brutus Creed and Julius Creed. Which the three times that I've been looking at this since typing that and while I typed it, inherently typed out Butch Reed, <laughs> you know, really <laughs> Instead of Brutus Creed. I'm a little surprised by that. So. Brutus Creed, which is going to be so hard for me to not say Butch Reed for some stupid reason, or Brutus the Barber Beefcake, or Brutus Clay, or Austin Creed, you know, Brutus Creed and Julius Creed, I'm assuming those are Drew Casper and Jacob Casper. Oh, there you go. Because they are brothers, They're and, brothers. you know, you're going for a brother thing. And they have thing. to be in the diamond mine. That's something else I want to kind of... So, like... That's Fight Club gimmick, right? It kind of feels like it's supposed to be Raw Underground. Which originally, if you follow Fightful Select, which you should, because Sean does great work, NXT Underground was the original pitch. Right. And then they got the lowest ratings ever during a pandemic, and they were like... Throw all the shit at the wall. Yeah. And then just stop doing it. You know, I like it. I like the idea of these fighter guys. You know, like, let's have the Creed twins. And I assume they're twins. I don't know if they're twins. I think they might just be normal brothers. They're okay. So they're not twins. Let's have the Creed brothers who you know, are in this. Let's have Josh Briggs fuck people up. You know, like, I'm good with this. I want to see more of this. I wish Parker could wrestle right now, but he's still in the very meager beginnings of his training. I want to see Parker throw people around. I want to see Brock Lesnar, but full time. I want to see Parker stand next to Brock Lesnar and then eventually go, Dad? (laughs) Because I I think Brock Lesnar is one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time. The problem is Brock's not around. Now, Brock hasn't been around in a year and a half, so I'm ready. Like, I hope Hell in a Cell ends with Brock Lesnar staring down Bobby Lashley. You know, I'm ready for it. I want that at SummerSlam. I want the match at SummerSlam. I want the build to start sooner. So those names are in the mix. There's also Ethereal Spirit. I love it. And then they know what it is. They also trademarked E colon S P I R E Spear. Yeah. With the the colon in there and E Spear, whatever. So I have no idea what this is, but I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Why? Just because of the E Spear thing. I'm like, oh, is this some kind of like bullshit uh you know slogan on the back of a shirt on at Hot Topic kind of nonsense? So take that same energy, right? Focus it onto like what if it's like an e-girl type 
Twitch streamer girl character. Am I supposed to like that? <laughs> I, listen, I, it, would say it might be a they, good character, you know. It would say that they're in tune with reality right now, with like pop culture. Some, um, who was the the girl that was like selling her bath water and people were, Delphine? Yeah, like some girl like that with like fake elf ears and doing so the. I, I literally have said in the, the cross eyed that... thing that they, the people do. What's the cross eyed thing? There's like a name I, for it. I, I don't know. I, I, this is a completely gonna, different culture get... from my. Like, it, I, I'm not into this stuff. So to me, it's just sort of like. We're not going to get into it. I see the appeal because, yes, these are typically very attractive girls, but we're not going to try to dissect the mentality of e girls. Um, <laughs> but I thought that that's what they should be doing with Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan looks like these people. You know what I mean? She's people want it. People want to see it. Do something fun with Liv Morgan like that. As far as ethereal spirit, if this isn't some, if this is an NXT trademark, assuming that these are all NXT, I'm assuming that because I can't imagine ethereal spirit. Well, let's put it this way: ethereal spirit. I could imagine being almost anything. E Spear, I can't imagine being anything other than NXT or NXT UK. I have to assume that this is related to Tiansha. Oh, I don't think it's anywhere close. Really? You don't think yeah. it's like and Mei Ying used the power of the ethereal spirit? No, because of the E Spear thing. Just seems weird to me. I can't imagine them being like she used the E colon spear. You know, to me, that's more like market catchy. We're going to like the B fab type of thing. Like an advertisement type of thing. Then Bray Wyatt. You don't, <laughs> you don't think potentially Bray Wyatt? Like ethereal spirit could be Alexa Bliss, but then the E spear thing. I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. It's weird that they trademarked both. It's fun. Like This is a fun one, though. I'm excited to see where this goes. And the thing with trademarks, too, is like, all right, Brutus Creed and Julius Creed. Those are going to be two people. More than likely the Caspers. <laughs> Friendly ghosts. Um, Friendly spirits. If you go back to previous trademarks, there's been some where it just seems like it's completely going in one direction and it turns out to be a different one like i remember originally when the revival was a trademark and it was like all right what's the revival is this a pay-per-view is this uh, a faction is this some kind of tv show you know like wwe the revival we're gonna go back and look at some old footage is you know like something along those lines and then ended up being hey we're renaming the mechanics I was like, okay, well, I don't like the name Mechanics, so go ahead and go yeah, with the Revival. Revival is much better. I never really liked the Revival either, but it's better than the Mechanics. Because they weren't even Mechanics. I know that's supposed to be Ring Mechanics, but still. Tony, don't. <laughs> at go least g- give them the, the tools and, you know, be like, oh, he's wrenching his leg. <laughs> He hit him with the bull hammer. You know? I'm going to stop you right there. I got to think um, of something with a screwdriver first. Come on. <laughs> Scott Steiner, the little movie he used to do where he drops on there. 
There you go. So they could have just done that move. So it's not that hard. <laughs> but Ethereal Spirit. Well, but go back to a couple of months ago, back in December, when they trademarked a ton of Chinese symbols. That's where I don't think that has anything to do with Tiansha. Because they trademarked like six things we haven't seen so far. There was like the Mei Ying, we've seen Tiansha, we've seen. And then there was like variations like I think it like Shu Lao was one. Yeah. So like I don't have any idea where they're going with some of those things. The Maybe Covenanter? they just had ideas. Oh yeah, that's right. The Covenanter. The bridge, the bridge was trademarked. The hand was trademarked. Now, some um, of these also like symbiosis and subculture ended up being NXT UK. Symbiosis is the group of Eddie Dennis and Primate and T-Bone and potentially Wild Boar if he comes back. But that kind of makes me think maybe this could be NXT UK. If it's NXT UK, maybe it's Isla Dawn. I'm good with it. Because she's got the whole witchy kind of thing going on. Yeah, she kind of does. I'm kind of good with that. Witchy woman. How's the song go? <laughs> uh, lost on me. <laughs> So maybe she gets a tag team partner and they call themselves Ethereal Spirit or something. Maybe. I don't know. I'm interested to see where these play out, though. But another name that is not officially trademarked yet, but it's at least rumored, is... And we will lump this into the discussion of the actual story on top of that, too. But Eva Marie returned this week with Piper Niven as her... I don't know, tag team partner, companion, heavy, whatever you want to call her. I wasn't going to use that word. Uh, heater. But, That's you cool. know, she's like the diesel, essentially, to how Shawn Michaels used to. Everybody has. I mean, Dakota Kai, for a while, had Raquel Gonzalez, and, you know, it's a regular Why thing. Why that like they broke up? Oh, they oh, well, sure they uh, uh, eventually will. Too many vowels. <laughs> Proud uh, of you. What's that? Proud of you. <laughs> for eventually getting the uh, vowels out. <laughs> yes. And I said eventually, just like uh, nothing right there. So it's just eventually. Uh, but yeah, the uh, the Piper Niven ring name, according to SRS, is Dewdrop. D O U D R O P. I think. Okay, so Sean Rossap did report this on Monday night shortly before. Piper made her debut. I don't think they're going to go with it. Eva Marie totally tagged Piper Niven. I don't think they're going to go with Dewdrop. I hope they don't go with Dewdrop. Well, see, what's weird about this is they did the type of shit that's so maddening, but they're all like, who is this? Oh, this mysterious woman, whatever. And it's like, come on. They were going to go with Dewdrop. Because it makes them look stupid, man. It does. Like, just because the some people are not watching NXT UK and they might not know Piper Niven, doesn't mean that you shouldn't know Piper Niven. Even if you don't want to say her name because they're trying to trademark a name or whatever it might be, and the, the, you know they want to rename her, they could just go, Oh my God, look who it is. Right. Just, you know, hey, we've seen her. Just her. Even- in Even NXT if you, UK. You look stupid for not saying it. 
at least you don't look like I've never seen this person before in my life. Yeah, it's the whole uh, Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir. What, what are they doing they, here? What it's are like, they talking to Shane Baszler? You do you think they're friends? Yeah, you think that they had like you know a tag team for like a fucking two years or so? You know? Like, come on, you're not the brand new person here. You're not Adam and Verk or something. Where it's just like I don't understand who this person is. Oh my god, it's Piper Niven, you know. But <laughs> the Dewdrop name is terrible. It could be worse, but it could be so much better. I don't really like the Piper Niven name to begin with to be like that they can't possibly find something better than that but Dewdrop's not the answer to that and I hate the whole like who the hell is this person oh my god we, we don't know who this this mysterious woman is it's like it's Piper Niven come on you jerks yeah <laughs> don't you play asshole. dumb because you think that everybody else is dumb if the people aren't smart enough to know that it's Piper Niven because they're not watching NXT UK Guess what they'll do? Google it, <laughs> you know, and then they'll go to a website like Smart Out Moment and go, okay, so she's Piper Niven and she's wrestled in NXT UK since like the beginning. Neat. It's the internet. It's not the same thing it used to be anymore, you know? People can do that on their phone. So I hate that kind of mentality, but I, of course, don't really uh, think that Dewdrop is the the main way to go here. I don't have any other suggestions of what name she could use. I don't think she's JC Jane. I don't think she's ethereal spirit. I don't think she's Nikita. She could be Nikita. I don't right. think she's uh Julius Creed. You know, <laughs> uh, that, that I don't think you're correct there. If she's Josh Briggs, then what the hell? <laughs> oh, that's been my whole life is why. Uh, do drop. Ugh. Yeah, I so when I got the message, because obviously you know we uh yeah thing thing hold on (laughs) (laughs) Uh, eventually (laughs) (laughs) hold on fuck um so when we got that message because obviously you know I I'm in the the know so I got that a little bit earlier I was like that that's just a lie. That, you know, like, that just can't be. Tell me lies. Say that you won't go. All right. That's it. Yeah. It's not even late. <laughs> but every day's a long day these days. Who or what is Tony Mango? Anyway, the, uh, the do drop name is not confirmed. We might get a name next week. We might not. I don't dig what we are seeing so far. I... Don't really like the idea that it's going to probably proceed like this for the next couple of weeks or months of just Eva Marie pops up. Piper Niven wrestles a match for her. Eva Marie declares herself the winner. And they probably don't have any kind of a game plan past that point. But check that out on an article that I have coming up on Monday morning. I I kind of think she's going to win Money in the Bank. God, I hope not. Oh, geez. Depending on how... uh, De- dedicated they are to it. I think she can win Money in the Bank. Or maybe they just drop it by the time we get to Money in the Bank and we don't see even Marie again for a while. Could be like another Emelina. Yeah. How long that could last? Two weeks? Well, it was like uh, six weeks no, or something. Lasted, for... Well, technically the promos were like six weeks. Yeah. And then it was like two weeks, I think, right? Or was it just one episode? It was one appearance and she came on and said... 
the the debut of Emmalina, and now back to Emma. It's like, huh? <laughs> terrible, absolutely terrible. But that's a thing that's going on right now. Also, just to kind of go back to some different things with uh, the NXT uh, side of things, talk about some of the TV talk. We uh, had a couple of things that were, you know, kind of important going forward. NXT started off with William Regal doing what we assumed that he was going to be doing, which was saying that he doesn't think that he could be the general manager anymore. He has lost control of things. And Karrion Cross and Scarlet came out and said, you know, basically, yeah, leave. But Samoa Joe came out and he and Regal had a little chat. Regal offered him the general manager position and Joe turned it down, said, I have another idea. And what they eventually came to terms about was Regal is still the general manager, but Samoa Joe is basically his enforcer. So we talked about this a little bit. Cameron Rufo was on our off air. And you and Callum seem to be under the impression that he's not going to ever wrestle again. Yeah. And I am under the impression that he's totally going to wrestle again. I want him to wrestle again, if he's able to, of course. You know, I obviously don't want him to be any kind of health problems or anything going forward. But the fact that they did this after releasing him, which I assume, well, I guess let's kind of take the outline and reform it here. I assume WWE has been keeping him on the commentary table and then didn't do anything with him and then released him because he is not cleared. And they eventually got to a point where they said, look, your contract is either coming up or we're just really looking for these budget cuts, which it's another whole discussion. Why do they need budget cuts if it ends up being that they're making so much money, blah, blah, blah. We've talked about it before. But I think that they said, look, we're probably realistically not ever going to clear you. And if we're going to have you continue to be in this company, you're going to have to sign a new contract. That's a non wrestler contract uh, contract because then you don't make as much money and we don't have to worry about it. And then maybe they had these discussions. Maybe it became a whole thing where it was like, well, you could do this, you could do that, whatever it might be. They specifically had Regal say, if you accept this role, it's under two orders. Number one is you can't be a competitor. And number two is you can't put your hands on somebody else unless they provoke you. And we did see later on that he ended up choking out Adam Cole. But I think that this is their means of saying that's the excuse for why he's not wrestling anymore. Don't ask about it. No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't accept that. I want Joe in the ring. Joe has said as recently as April, the same month he was let go, that he wants to still be a WWE champion. And time is working itself out. And he wants to be WWE champion. I mean, I want him to be WWE champion. (laughs) 
By the way, since we're talking in a town of Cell Week, I want to say, like I said in 2018, was it? That the idea of not having Joe and AJ Styles in a Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship, despite them fighting for the WWE Championship, was a mistake. Now then, now that I got that off my chest, having Joe not be a competitor in NXT would be a mistake. I think the enforcer role is only for the time being. I hope that that's the case, and I hope that they just spin this into eventually somebody does something and he ends up putting his hands on them and choking them out, whatever, and then it's like, you know what, I can't do this kind of role because I really want to get back into the ring and then it ends up being that kind of story, but I don't have a whole lot of faith that that's how it's going to work out. I think that this is kind of like Commissioner Michaels and and Sheriff Austin. Sheriff Austin and the whole like you know, you can be the person who does that, but we can't have you wrestle. And then but you can kind totally of hanging around the boys. You can still do this stuff, but you can't do bumps. So you, you can't can totally still hate your finisher. Cause like I was in case we just mentioned, Michaels super kicked the rock. And one of the biggest storylines that got zero follow-up, Michaels super kicked the rock, gave Triple H the world title, and disappeared. Austin's been stunning people for well over a decade. To the point where he stunned the entire McMahon family, including Linda, turning Linda heel, which is something, again, nobody talks about. And let's say night, Hulk Hogan's just like, hey, maniacs, how about me and Austin at WrestleMania? And then Austin promptly went, nobody fucking told me. (laughs) And it never happened. So it's very weird, these types of situations. The only difference now is that things are so fluid. Things are so transparent that how can you not just run Joe and Cross? Which, by the way, why is Cross suddenly a super heel? He went from being borderline top babyface to being like, fuck William Regal, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) So good, that didn't add up to you either. Uh, I, I mean, you know how uh, active the heel and face turn list is on the website. I was on that super quick of just being like, all right, never mind. He went from practically baby face tweener to full blown heel, which makes like, me think even more so that he's dropping that title and he's going up to the main roster. Because I haven't. So I don't cover NXT. Tuesday nights are my night off. So I'm not as closely watching NXT as I used to be. And I was just thrown through a loop by Cross just being like, and fuck Regal, and now I'm terrified of Samoa Joe. I'm like, wait. He's <laughs> going uh, just a couple of notches below being like, hey, Scarlet, give me that puppy to kick. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I this is not the guy we saw on Sunday Mm-mm. at the pay-per-view. Yeah. But as maddening as all that is, they did something that topped it that kind of really pissed me off because we know the weird American bash is on July 6th. We kind of predicted that. Yeah. And then they announced after 48 hours, essentially of overusing the words chaos and carnage on NXT. They go, God damn it. Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, you're going to settle this 
at the Great American Bash in a straight-up wrestling match. Why? I thought that they had said an unsanctioned match. Nope, they said a straight-up wrestling match. Huh. That changes it. <laughs> you know, it's like we talked about this last year with the Edge and Randy Orton thing where it was like, they're going to fight for 45 minutes at WrestleMania, and then they're going to have the greatest technical wrestling match of all time. <laughs> what? I can only assume that this leads to Adam Cole winning and saying, ha you can't lace my boots. And then at NXT SummerSlam, they have the loser leaves tap match. Cause I still point, really, really agree with your idea of make that bash the beach. That's just yeah. so perfect. Just please do it. You own it. You took it from Cody. Uh-huh. You got to use it or else it's going to get another trademark kind of thing. Don't call it NXT takeover, JC Jane. <laughs> NXT takeover, yeah. E-Spear. You know, call it NXT takeover, Bash at the Beach. And I think that's where you should get a loser leaves town match because Adam Cole at this point should go up to the main roster. As much as it's daunting to go, uh, what happens if he goes up and it doesn't work? It's like, well, what happens if he stays he and leaves. nothing happens? Uh, I'll tell you what happens right now. That he leaves and he goes to AEW where he's got all of his friends in positions of power that will absolutely take care of him. Very true. And his uh, girlfriend of four years. So that's something that's happening pretty soon. Of course, we're not going to do a full like predictions and post show for Great American Bash, but we will talk about it eventually. Brizango beat Imperium. We got uh, Kushida beat Trey Baxter, who we already mentioned. Kyle O'Reilly is going to fight Kushida next week. That's going to be good. Yeah, there's no way that that match isn't good. We also oh, by got the way, uh, Adam Cole will be wrestling. TBA. But, uh, don't worry about that because Samoa Joe choked his fucking ass out like. Yeah, I talk about the size differential with Cole, <laughs> but Joe handled him like a baby. Like he just, I told you to stop, knocked him out cold. Be so great if it was like, all right, and I pick for your opponent, Samoja. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck yeah, all right, cool. So LA Knight was then presented with the million dollar championship by the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. And I mean, you watch wrestling long enough, you know where this goes. When LA Knight's cutting a promo of, hey, I'm a heel and I really respect this legend. It's like, all right, what are you going to do to him? <laughs> you know, <laughs> when are you going to kick him? When are you going to punch him? Whatever. And he did just that. Knocked him down, beat the crap out of him until Cameron Grimes made the save. And good old Cameron Grimes, full-blown babyface now. Yes. There's no question about it. As stark of a contrast as Karrion Cross is now a heel. So... You know, Cameron Grimes has gotten that whole, he's annoying, and then he's so annoying that you love him, and then he's so annoying that you love him, and he's babyface. And I I assume on the main roster, Bailey's going to get this treatment real quick when the people come back. But Cameron Grimes is now full-blown babyface. And perhaps more interestingly, Ted DiBiase took his first bump since, like, 98. It's really been good. that long. Wow. Yeah. So cool. I think he looks looks damn good. Doesn't he? Yeah. 
I understand him not dyeing his hair, but I mean, if he dyed his hair, you'd think, oh my god, he hasn't aged a bit. Mm-hmm. It's like he's uh, dipping in the same pool as Jimmy Hart. Yeah. Maybe he's eating baked beans and that legend baked potatoes. <laughs> just that's it, you know. Let me tell you something, baby. <laughs> I gotta say, good shit though. This angle was great, done perfectly well. Million dollar title, it's awesome, doesn't it? It's always such a cool looking title, and you know, LA Knight. Even though I kind of don't understand why this is all happening, still, LA Knight's a cool guy to hold it. Yeah, and LA Knight has the respect of the legends. This whole thing is great, you know? Thumbs up on good that. Things good. Good things are good, <laughs> Good guys. things are good. <laughs> we say this all the time. Good things are good, and this is one of those angles that proves it. Got some stuff with uh, Team Ninja losing to Kai and Gonzalez. Yoshirai uh, got interrupted by the way. Zoe Stark helped her out. We got a cool match with Thatcher and Champa beating Crystal Young Veterans in a tornado tag. We also got confirmation that whatever it is, Diamond Mine is coming next week. It's opening next Hell week yeah. is what they're saying. So Dude, it needs to be raw underground. It does like seem like that's what it's probably going to be. Which And I'm cool with it. It's it's interesting that they are saying that it's opening. And it's interesting that they also or at least right now, advertising it as part of NXT, which there was a little bit of a time right before that where I was thinking, oh, maybe that's the thing that's going to replace 205 Live. And maybe they just renamed that whole NXT Evolve type of idea. Maybe it's just called Diamond Mine, which I didn't really like. But if Diamond Mine is a little MMA thing on the inside of that, basically like Raw Underground, then that could be kind of cool. Kind of all depends, too. Yeah, and I think that this will work out great. We could be wrong. Maybe we're talking in a few weeks that, like, that didn't work out. Right now, I think it's completely going to work out for the best. We also had this mysterious battery charging. It got up to, I think it was like 21% or so. So... I believe that this Harvey is Dent. Roderick Strong. I want Strong but, on the main roster. Because Strong has taken some time away to recharge his batteries. I like that idea. You I know, like it better if he's on the main roster, but still. I like it better if he's on the main roster, too. <laughs> but like that's the way I see it going. Could be wrong. You never know. Well, if they end up trademarking, like, uh, Battery Jones or something, then we're going to be like, okay, we know who that is. Do drop. Also, like, <laughs> if Sammy Callahan wasn't under contract, tell me this wouldn't feel like, oh, they're bringing back Solomon Crow. I'm glad that's not the case. I did I'm, not... I'm not asking whether or not you liked Solomon Crow. I'm saying, <laughs> tell me that doesn't feel like what they're doing. Or, like, even... If Tyler Breeze is injured or something. I mean, the idea of recharging your batteries sounds like that makes a whole lot of sense because that's it was at zero. As opposed to this being like, okay, this is going to lead into Diamond Mine or this is, you know, it's going to reach 100% at a particular time and then that's going to be a tie in for whatever. 
If it got up to 20-something percent in one day, that kind of implies that it's just a couple more episodes and that it'll be like 100%. A month later. Yeah. Yeah. So you figure next week is, what's that episode? 22? Yeah. June 22nd. Then you got June 29th, and then you've got Great American Bash. Yeah. That's probably when the battery is going to reach 100%. Who do you think it is? The Roderick Strong thing makes a lot of sense because if he interferes in that Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole thing, that could happen. You know who else has been recharging their batteries? Daniel Bryan. Huh. It's true. It's very true. I mean, these things exist. Of course, I'm also in the state of mind now where I'm like, man, fuck it. If you want to just, if you want to retcon the last five years, I'm sorry, that's the five, excuse me, last eight years of Bray Wyatt on television and just pop him back up as the Swamp Father. Of course you can't do that. He's a former WWE champion and all that shit. I know. But like, I want Bray Wyatt so much better. Just replace all the puppets with the Energizer Bunny. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm interested to see what the battery charging is all about. Right now, we have no information about it, but it is what it is. It'll be exciting when it happens. Anything exciting on NXT UK? I don't think that anything happened no, in this, this episode. No, surprisingly, like one of the, like the chill. Nothing really happened. No real matches got announced. It was a very chill episode. Yeah, I'm looking at it over now. I think like the most interesting thing was Tyler Bate was like, hey, Jack Stars, do you want a, a title match? And he was like, nah. <laughs> wow. Wow, yeah. Jack Stars, really selling yourself short there, pal. He said that he doesn't deserve it. And then uh, Massive Dave Mastiff was like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, he gave you a title opportunity, dipshit. And that was like probably the most that's, interesting that's thing. That's a massive moment of wisdom from Dave Mastiff. Massively wise Dave Mastiff. <laughs> Massively knowledgeable Dave Mastiff. <laughs> Popping back over to Monday Night Raw, we had talked about a couple of these things. Um, setting up some stuff when it comes to Hell in a Cell. Again, we mentioned some of these things already about, you know, what's happening with Alexa Bliss right now, Lily the Puppet, and uh, Shayna Baszler, and RK Bro, and whatnot. I don't think there's anything else that we really need to talk about that was particularly noteworthy. We talked about the Eve Marie thing. That was pretty much the only other thing that was interesting as far as I can remember. Hold on. Sasha Banks is up for an Emmy. For what? Mandalorian. Oh, come on. Really? Yeah. An Emmy for that? She's up for an Emmy. She ate some noodles and... Did some like stunt work. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. This is. Is this like, is she actually up for an Emmy or is she just. Like for your consideration type of thing? Yeah. I'll have to keep an eye on that because. If it's for your consideration thing, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, but go Sasha, dude. She could retire right now and you just literally be like, yep. She did everything. She yeah, pretty much did. She's, she didn't win Money in the Bank, and she didn't win the Royal Rumble. But you know, she's what a five-time champion. 
She's the five-time champion. She's won every title. She's main evented Mania in a singles match. Nobody else can say that. Well, Bianca can. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Well, I, I, I it could be the other one that was in the match. <laughs> you know what I meant. None of the other like horsewomen can say that. Uh, Sasha's done it all. Could literally retire, and you'd, there'd be no argument. She's the first ballot Hall of Famer, and she's like what twenty nine or something. Yeah, crazy, super talented. She deserves it. Not the Emmy, but. Yeah, I mean, the Mandalorian's a great show. Yeah, great show. It's uh, the only really good thing that's come out of Star Wars in the past, you know, fifteen years. Have you years. watched the Bad Batch yet? No. Yeah, I haven't either. I assume that it's bad because it's Bad Batch. Quite the uh, Bad Batch. Yeah, if it was the Good Batch, maybe I'd check it out. If it was a Great Batch, I definitely would. <laughs> <laughs> I hate me too. Drop a comment below. <laughs> That's what the answer is going to be. Who or what is Tony Mango? Pain in the ass. That's what he is. Technically speaking, my fiance's answer was annoying. <laughs> so. Yeah. What does that say about where you are? Right. Well, let's talk about gimmicks. You know, what is a TV show these days other than kind of a waste of time, unless you got something special going on for it? And they want to make sure that they've got some special stuff going forward because, I don't know, maybe it's completely logical and something that I've been saying for the past two years, but it seems that it's finally clicked in WWE Creative of this idea of, hey, if we want people to tune in, let's do more special things that'll get them to tune in, including, at least for the rumors right now, the old school Raw type of shows, things like Cyber Sunday, and King of the Ring. Yeah. And we've been talking about King of the Ring for a while. Uh, look, I think you should restructure some of your pay-per-views. I think Cyber Sunday should be a pay-per-view. And I'm surprised that it hasn't been in this era of social media. I think, bro, fuck it. Bring the wheel to SummerSlam. Do it in Vegas. Raw, uh, WWE roulette in Vegas. Spin the wheel, make the deal. I wonder if they do they have uh, a raw before or after that in Vegas. I don't know. They should because they should do raw roulette if they've Vegas. got that. Even if they're not in Vegas, if they want to just go, hey, we're heading to Vegas next week, kind of a thing. Maybe they can still play around and do that. But mm. the more that they do this stuff. I mean, obviously, we want them to make sure that they do it well, but the more that they do that stuff, it's just logical. It's a gimmick to get people to watch it. It's something that spices things up. It's the same as the discussion that I've had a million times where I'm like, hey, maybe don't do a match five times and then still not do a gimmick. You need to have something that makes it seem interesting. Otherwise, it's the same old crap. And Monday Night Raw and SmackDown have been the same old crap for so, so long that... And of course throwback smackdown doesn't even count because that was trash it was just a couple clips in the middle of nothing that was terrible absolutely terrible there's almost nothing that i can imagine is going to upset that as my pick for the worst special event of the year because that was really stupid yeah and that wasn't their fault that was fox's fault because they woke up and were like everything needs to be throwback 
So, WWE, can you throw together a throwback show? And they did. And it wasn't good. So, I do want them to do more good things, because good things are good. I don't want them to just slap the title on something and then say, good enough, we did one segment on the show, and that's whatever. We had, you know, the same five people show up and called it Old School Raw. I want them to do things like the King of the Ring. I specifically want them to have King of the Ring and have Xavier Woods win because that guy's too good and seems like too nice of a person and everything to not get something like King of the Ring. Yeah, that's all he wants. Give him King of the Ring. Cyber Sunday, obviously they wouldn't call it Cyber Sunday if it's not on Sunday, but if they call it Viewer's Choice or they call it whatever the hell they want to call it, I don't know. Yeah, why not do it? Gets yeah. more people, to, you know, you're obsessed with like social media stuff where it's like, let's save this announcement for Twitter more than anything else. Make it okay. Hashtag this, hashtag that, and hashtag that. The one with the most amount of hashtags is the match that happens in hour two and stuff. You'll trend, you know, you'll get people you involved. Can't, you can't work it really because like people can see what's trending. So I just have a couple of options that make sense. And make sure that it's something that can get people kind of talking. That's it. You know, it's not that hard when it comes to some of those things. And it's like simple things like that work really well, too. Like you can have a match, for instance. It's not going to be the biggest, most important thing in the world. But like you can have Carrillo and Ricochet and have a poll that says, which one of these two do you want to get a United States championship title match later on tonight? People vote. Ricochet wins. Ricochet wins the belt. Did you (laughs) tell them that your voice matters? Ideally, that would be the great uh, kind of way to go about it. But even if you don't, even if you just say, well, no matter what, Sheamus is going to beat whoever wins. People feel like, hey, you know what? The person I wanted to see in the match got into the match. That's cool. That's neat. I contributed. My tweet mattered. Let me tweet another thing. Let me, you know, whatever. That kind I, of thing. I remember being a kid in the uh, Cyber Sunday era, where, or more specifically, Tabby Tuesday, where it was like, oh, man, you know, Shelton Benjamin won, and he won the belt, and that's cool because I picked him. It's like... Dumb stuff like that works, guys. Yep. So definitely do that. Definitely do King of the Ring, especially with the way that they've been doing stuff with Shinsuke Nakamura and um, Baron Corbin. We don't know what's going to happen on SmackDown tonight, but if that leads into some kind of direction where they can start a King of the Ring tournament, I already put this up on EWN. I have a thing that says um, like a wish list of what I would like to see for the rest of the year in WWE. And one of them being King of the Ring, because in my mind, here's how I'd book it. Now, of course, this isn't the best case scenario. This is only like if they gave me the job today, like Thursday night and said, what do you want to do going forward with some of these things? I'd go uh, Shinsuke and Corbin fight to a draw. And then they have a backstage segment where they're bitching and complaining to Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville. And it's like, hey, I won the match. You know, I, I'm the real king of the ring or whatever. And it's like, no, you didn't win the match. It was a draw. It's whatever. You know, I would I would have beaten you if you would have whatever, that kind of thing. And then Pierce and DeVille just go, everybody shut the fuck up. Which they probably wouldn't say fuck. It's a PG show. But everybody shut up. 
neither of you have proven that you deserve to be King of the Ring anymore. Shinsuke, you're not even King of the Ring, first off. And Corbin, you've been King of the Ring for like eight years. At this point, give it up. But here's what we'll do. We're going to hold a new King of the Ring tournament. And we're going to have qualifying matches. Across Raw and SmackDown. You two are already qualified for round two. If you want to be King of the Ring, you have to earn it again. And then you've got weeks that you can get tons of matches that matter more because they're King of the Ring qualifiers. And then King of the Ring round one, King of the Ring round two. Make it the biggest tournament that you possibly can. Don't make it some five-match tournament where it's like, all right, they get into the other thing, we have six people. Don't waste your time like that. Do the matches that are the qualifiers and everything. Like, not to crap on anybody in particular, but like a guy like a Drew Gulak, who I think is fantastic and deserves to be doing so much more. But the way that they book him lately, he wouldn't make it far into the tournament because there's bigger fish to fry. Akira Tozawa, he's not going to make it far into the tournament. Book them in the qualifying matches and have them lose. And then have the people go along and do that thing. And my ideal scenario, you got the finals is somebody like Jinder Mahal against Xavier Woods. And you do the finals at either SummerSlam or at uh, Clash of Champions in September. So I think that they should just bring back the King of the Ring pay-per-view. I know they won't. Like, I'm not stupid. It's been 20 years. But, you know, they should. And that sells a ticket to a pay-per-view right there. As Oh, you're going to get to see the first King of the Ring pay-per-view in 20 years. Check it out because, hey, you remember what happened when Austin won? Hey, you remember what happened when Brock Lesnar won? Hey, remember when Mabel won? <laughs> Fucking the greatest king of the ring of all time. <laughs> king Mabel. You Did are we... staring at a toy right now. King Mabel, like that? <laughs> it is to my left. <laughs> uh, there you go. The uh, Did we do the Mount Rushmore of King of the Ring? We did, didn't we? <laughs> I think we did. Because I think we like added some other names in wrestling and like Jerry Lawler and stuff like that. Or did we talk about like Harley Race or something? Right. I forget exactly yeah. what. Yeah, if they end up announcing King of the Ring is returning, maybe we'll do a top rope list where we have to actually determine the number one. But something down the line. I think that this is a good idea to do all these extra special shows. Whatever gimmicks they can think of, as long as they're not really, really stupid. Because we don't need to have like, you know, wacky hat day where the commentators wear those hats that uh, Dr. Seuss and Buff Bagwell used to wear, you know, like. <laughs> We don't need that kind of thing, but like, yeah, the Cyber Sunday thing, the King of the Ring thing, do a a night where it's all no DQ matches in some fashion, like an Extreme Rules night, and then maybe bump Extreme Rules off the pay-per-view card and just do something else. Right. Maybe don't do Clash of Champions as a pay-per-view, maybe do Night of Champions where all the belts are on the line. There's ways to get around things. I'm a big proponent of that. I still don't think TLC should be a pay-per-view, so maybe you do a TLC day or something. No. 
the point is, yes, make your TV event special. But I do think something like King of the Ring should be its own event. Because it should be cross-branded, but the brand shouldn't exist anymore. That's a different topic for a different day. So I like it through and through. Let's switch over to another different topic. MJF has his own cryptocurrency. <laughs> yeah. What MJF world are we in? I, I, I invested. I'm not going to tell you how much. I told you how much. I'm not going to tell the world how much. It's 50 grand. <laughs> That's right. I own MJF now, yeah. practically. <laughs> yeah, let's go change his name to MJ Felice. He's the perfect guy for this. Oh, wouldn't a million dollar man? If he was still wrestling? Do I get some LA Night Queen kind of thing? Cameron Grimes wouldn't think good for this. Yeah. Because he get literally gone to the moon. Moon coin, yeah. I don't know if people would buy Grimes coin. Well, then people would buy Dogecoin, so... People I don't know how any... Coin. Do yeah, I don't know how any of this is a thing. Like it does it doesn't matter. Here's here's what you need to know. Some of this shit, like Bitcoin at one point was pennies on the dollar. And now it's like thirty thousand dollars for one. I struggle trying to understand stock stuff. If you look at it like stock it's like it's it's stock and nothing. It's like these NFTs and this stuff. It uh, maybe I'm. Oh, you want to talk about? We can talk about NFTs too because Ben Hart and Jim Cornette are getting their own NFT collections. I just don't understand these things because it's like it really feels like people are taking money and saying, "I would like to throw this away." <laughs> it's like, well, give look, it to me instead. You know, I'll at least well, buy something. Look, I have invested. But I'm investing with the hope that, you know, this whole thing works out and I get more money and then I, you know, pull the money out and walk away with all the money. You're waiting for the moment where you could say, you fat cats didn't finish your plankton. <laughs> you <know>? That's right. <laughs> like, if I, I've told you this legitimately, and you can vouch for this, if my crypto investments take off, your wedding is paid for, pal. Like, oh. <laughs> I'll take I'll take care of you. I'll take care of Caroline. Like money for everybody. If I win, we're all winning. And that's why you should invest in MJF coin. So that I can win. So that we all win. <laughs> it's so crazy to me that like I can't imagine five years ago, say, being like, hey, in twenty twenty one you'll be coming out, hopefully of a pandemic where there's like a new WCW essentially. And one of the guys created his own currency and he's not the first to do it in this kind of realm where people are basically buying stock in. I hope more people spend money for nothing. And then I can be the one that goes, ha suckers. (laughs) Now in fairness, that is why I am doing it. There are actual like projects and things behind cryptocurrency. I haven't gotten that deep. Right now, my idea is earn and get out. 
But they already made a uh, cryptocurrency of crypto from Superman. No. Just like K, crypto. Well, I mean, you do have the Dogecoin. It could be a variant of that. <laughs> that that's that's the real crypto. I I think I made a stupid joke about that when uh, the Rock got named the voice of crypto. It's like, oh, cool, he's getting into digital currency. Hmm. He got a uh, what was the thing he got this week? It was like the number one oh, the reason, number to, one love reason to love America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, if you're not familiar with America. The Rock is the reason uh, the, to love America. Apparently, the number one reason. I mean, The Rock's great and all. You know, it's kind of funny to think like I don't know the Constitution. <laughs> you know, like now, oh, fuck the Constitution. Like freedom, rights, whatever. It's like, ah, not The Rock. Dude. Dwayne Johnson. Number two reason, eventually, Roxy Maivia. That's right. <laughs> Well, I don't understand the Dogecoin stuff, the Bitcoin stuff, the shitcoin stuff, the stock things, the NFTs, the whatever. But MJF is doing it. And hey, if you want to get some MJF coin, it's out there now. It's a possibility. So if you buy it, you get a certain percentage of being better than somebody else, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he said it. Bitcoin was shit. Dogecoin was garbage. Uh, invest in MJF. Let's go to the moon, everybody. Everybody going to the moon. <laughs> Well, if you don't want to put your money into something else like that, you know, you don't want to get into the cryptocurrency thing and you're more interested in saving money, I got a deal for you. Or, you know, actually just having uh, physical goods for the currency that you have spent. (laughs) Or maintaining your goods. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) You might be interested in our sponsor for this episode, Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's grooming that we have been promoting for a few weeks now. We've been testing out a bunch of different products of theirs. All of it's been great, so we can give you guys a seal of approval for that. We at least know that that's something that you can trust a lot more than this whole crypto thing. I don't trust in that kind of stuff, but I do trust in the advanced skin-safe technology that they have for their lawnmower 4.0. I do trust in their uh, crop shaver that I had tried out, that I know that the... Uh, refined cologne smells nice. Uh, I've been, I've tried the uh, the weed whacker for my nose, and that's been something that I, I've tried a couple different nose trimmers over the years. It's weird because I got into a point where a couple years ago I was just like I should get some of these trimmers and stuff. I was not ever the type that did that. I had this Gillette, uh, ra- I still have the Gillette razor, but I've had that since I was God knows a teenager or something. And that was all I was using, just, you know, shave my face, whatever. Eventually started to get some other stuff here and there. But I've gotten more of these things over the past, like, two years than I ever thought imaginable. So I've got these comparable ideas of, like, this type of shaver is great. This is, you know, subpar. This is terrible. That's whatever like that. All the stuff Manscaped, top notch when it comes to that. And this is my third or fourth different nose trimmer that I've tried. This one's my favorite. So Yeah, and it's quiet as a mouse. Which is so important when you're shaving. You don't want to be loud and obnoxious. It's nice and quiet. It does the job. It does it quickly. You get your ear hair. You get your nose hair. Because as Dash and Cody Rhodes said over a decade ago, no woman wants to kiss a man when she can see nose hairs protruding from his face. That's that's fair. You know, guys, we got to take care of ourselves. And Manscaped is going to help you do that. 
and you should really only trust Manscaped for the job because I've had a lot of shavers for not only nose hair, but for body hair and for, you know, down there. And some of them just aren't meant for the job and it can get a little messy. And Manscaped, you don't have that problem. And you're not going to have a problem picking up something from Manscaped.com because if you use the promo code SMARK, S-M-A-R-K, You'll get not only free shipping for your order, but you also get 20% off of the price, which is a good chunk amount of uh, that whole bill. So, you know, the products are priced in a means that you, sh- you pick it up anyway, the way that it is. But you get 20% off on top of that. You don't have to pay for the shipping. It makes it even better to pick something up. So whether it's the grooming kit, you know, to fix your nails and stuff, or if you want to get something more along the lines of like their boxers or their T-shirt, which are really comfortable, or you want to get the ball deodorant, even if you want to give it as a, a gag gift or something and be like, dude, your ball smell. Here you go. Ha ha. That kind of a thing or something. But then the joke is going to be on you because that person's balls will now smell better than yours because you didn't just take the goods for yourself. It's all about the goods. Good all things are good. Goods. <laughs> goods, goods are goods. It's just going gonna... to. You need to take care of your goods because when those things are good, you're going to be good. How many times have we said good things are good in the past year? It's just too <laughs> many. <laughs> too many for something that doesn't need to be explained. Good things are good. Manscaped is a good thing. So definitely check them out and pick up something with that promo code SMARK. Get your 20% off, get your free shipping, and get whatever products that you're interested in picking up because that's kind of the whole point. You're ordering them. So, you know, thank you to anybody who does that. You are helping out the website and you're helping out yourself. And thank you to Manscaped for sponsoring this. Moving along here, let's go over to, well, we've talked about most of the TV stuff, but now we got to talk about a TV thing that hasn't happened yet. Apparently, beyond the idea of this whole Shinsuke Nakamura and King Corbin thing that's happening on SmackDown, we're also getting the Hell in a Cell match that was supposed to happen at Hell in a Cell. They're advertising... Roman Reigns against Rey Mysterio. And, well, to be fair, they're advertising against Rey Mysterio with an, with an A. But I wonder if they fixed that. <laughs> they changed that? See. Let me just see. Yeah, they, they fixed it now. Okay, now okay, it says cool. Rey with an E. Uh, typo on the website, we're just busting balls. But the match is advertised as happening on SmackDown instead. It's uh, Rey Mysterio had said on a tweet, because everything's got to be, you know, save it for Twitter and stuff. It's eating me up inside. I can't wait any longer. I want the Hell in a Cell match tomorrow night. I've never seen a Hell in a Cell match come together so quickly. My God, maybe more people should beat up more people's kids. We'd have more meaningful Hell in a Cell matches. Imagine that's just going to be the case with like (laughs) a bunch of other kids down the line. Watch out, like Seth. Watch out, Roxy. Yeah, Roxy. (laughs) But Roman had said, Sunday, Friday, any day, makes no difference to me. It'll be my pleasure to disgrace what's left of your family name tomorrow night inside Hell in a Cell. My special counsel, Paul Heyman, will handle the paperwork. I'll personally handle the warfare. So, question one. Is this actually happening? Not a chance. I don't think so. I think this is one of those... BS things where it's like, we're going to get that on Friday night. So tune in on SmackDown. And then when you tune in, then it ends up being like, yeah, you know, we decided you're going to get that Hell in a Cell match, but it's not going to be against me. It's going to be against the Usos in a handicap match. Or maybe it'll be like, yeah, you're going to get that Hell in a Cell match, 
but you aren't. Dominic is. Yeah, it's gonna be something. Yeah, weird. we we signed the paperwork to fight a Mysterio, but it ain't you. Maybe that's why they put the A for Ray. <laughs> it's A Mysterio. A Mysterio. <laughs> they take the R out, and it's just A <laughs> Mysterio. <laughs> Who's that jumping out of the sky? A. I, I listen. <laughs> hey, Mysterio. Here we go. Yeah, it's uh, if they do it, and then they don't do it at Hell in a Cell, it'll be like, I mean, come on, guys, what the hell? You only have what five matches announced, right? Yep. And if you take one of the main things, one of the Hell in a Cell matches, on top of that. And you get rid of that, then it's like, what are you doing for the pay-per-view? Is it a one-match card, essentially? Then if that's the case, then just don't do the pay-per-view. But I am fully expecting some kind of shenanigans. I don't think we're going to get an actual Universal Championship match. Or if we do, it's going to be like, they beat the crap out of Ray, and then they call it a match, and he pins them real quick, and then it's like, oh, it's not going to go down like that. You're going to have to actually uh, do it again at Hell in a Cell on Sunday, and Yeah. If it's going to be something like they actually do the match, though, then they've got me really intrigued about what they do for Sunday night. We get that out of the way, and then it ends up being like, well, we need to find a new replacement thing at the last minute. That 11th hour is going to be frustrating as hell for me because I'm going to have to do updating things or whatever, but I'll be wow. like, all right. I'll have a good time with that. We'll go, ah! <laughs> just uh, an impromptu dark cast of just like, the hell? You know? What are they doing? John Cena's gonna have Hell in a Cell match all of a sudden. Oh my god, they just changed Hell in a Cell. Now it's, you know, Rage in a Cage. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's an intriguing enough angle that I'm sure some people are gonna want to tune in. And that's ultimately what they're going for is to just get some people to tune in. Even if we get the whole, ha ha, you watched it, you idiot type of thing. <laughs> and then Bailey's laughing at everybody, you know. Well, maybe we'll, that's the excuse to get Cesaro and Rollins inside the cell. Hmm. I mean, like no, they, it's not. Like they decided that they wanted to do this, and then it'll be like, well, you've got your Hell in a Cell match. If you want your rematch, we can do a regular match, but it's not going to be inside the Hell in a Cell. Then, Right. I, I ultimately hmm. think that the main idea is beating up Dominic. Yeah. But you never know. They could really do the match. We're in a time frame where I think that WWE realizes that they need to do some crazy stuff. So when WWE realizes that, they typically do crazy stuff. We might get a completely different card on Sunday night. I highly doubt that we're going to, you know, they're not going to do like Lashley and McIntyre, but like Roman Reigns might not defend the title on Sunday night. Which would be wild. Which one, Joaquin or? <laughs> Absolutely. Wildman Mark Marrow, you know. Joaquin Road Wild. Uh, his brother is Joaquin Hogwild. That's right. <laughs> then if we're starting to get into this rabbit hole. Of, I'm sitting there thinking, literally thinking to myself, Joaquin Henry O. Godwin Wild. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, man, my brain. I, I don't wish it upon anybody, but that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, end it. End it before you go too far. 
I do have one more question. What did the I in Phineas I. Godwin and the O in Henry O. Godwin stand for? We never got an, any kind of explanation of that, did we? No. But I, I was like at least a teenager when I realized hog and pig. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, good Lord. Hog and pig. I mean, we have gone through the lyrics of the demolition theme to know that it's uh, pain and destruction are our, our middle names, and that becomes you know okay. Well, Axe one of them's pain demolition. Axe pain demolition. demolition. Uh, I think it's um, smasher. Uh, smasher quotation mark smash destruction, destruction demolition because <laughs> it's here comes the smasher, and then. You know what we call him Smash. It's like a you know, kind of like Tony short, instead of Anthony okay. kind of thing. So it's Smasher, Smash, Destruction, Demolition, and Axe Pain Demolition. So maybe there's like something out there about Hog and Pig where it's going to be like Phineas Irving Godwin and Henry Oscar Godwin or something. I don't know. Oswald is Henry Oswald Godwin and Phineas. Erwin Godwin. I don't know a lot of names to start with I. Uh, I was thinking like uh, Ignatius or something. <laughs> if you want to do the legwork and you want to figure it out, I would be very curious to find that out. And maybe I'll send a tweet at them or something and just be like, do you guys ever figure out what the O stood for or the I stand for or anything or whatever, you know? And just be like, yeah, it's uh, Smith. The I is silent. <laughs> it's kind of weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's not even that late what are we doing <laughs> we're doing the hot tags that's what we're doing here episode 498 pretty much in the bag at this point <laughs> we uh I, I don't think I think that's about it that we had written down I don't think that there was any other hot tags that I had written anything else going on we do uh, one more double I've check seen. let me see yeah. if there's not some kind of like oh you know breaking news uh, let's see. Charlotte Flair reveals uh, why she's not at WrestleMania 37. So apparently, it was a COVID waiting game. Okay. Yeah, which is what they said on TV because we'd gotten to the point where you can say COVID on TV. <laughs> Here's a fun one: Fightful Select. Subscribe today. Vince McMahon, a big proponent of the Reginald character. If you've been enjoying Reginald on WWE programming, you're not alone. Apparently, Fightful has been told that Vince McMahon himself is a big fan of Reginald. From his presentation to his delivery to his skill set in the ring for what he's doing, those in the company have said that Reginald has been easy to work with and has been open to pitches given to him. Makes sense. Are you at all surprised? Not really. They are, you know, they had him with Carmella, and then they switched him over to Nia Jax just because they clearly wanted to keep doing stuff with him. Um, and yeah, obviously Vince is a fan of him. That's why we see him so much on TV. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything else though. So I'm sure at some point we'll get some more news. We obviously we haven't seen Dynamite because that hasn't happened yet. We haven't seen SmackDown where they'll announce more matches for Hell in a Cell. But those will be updated up on smartgetmoment.com whenever they do announce it. If they do announce it, they should because, you know, they kind of have to at some point. But that stuff will be updated in that fashion. 
No more podcasts coming your way outside of the post show following the pay-per-view on Sunday night. Hell in a Cell post show is coming around maybe five, ten minutes afterward. You know, just enough time for me to double check that I've got OBS set up and everything. But if you are subscribed and you have those email alerts set up, then you'll know when we go live. I'll have the thing up on Mega Maniacs as well for anybody who wants to do the live chat. And we'll just kind of keep rolling along here. Last thing to do is to toss out some plugs. I already mentioned pretty much all of mine, but if you follow me at Tony Mango, then you will see whatever else is happening under a mango tree for either Fanboys Anonymous or Smart Out Moment or whatever else I've got working up on there. Follow Rob and check out what he's got going on. Yeah, you can follow me over at Dude Felice. You can check out everything I've got going on with Fightful.com, WrestleZone.com, Smart Out Moment, Fanboys Anonymous, I'm always talking into a microphone for little to no money, but it's all good because I do it for the love of the game. That's why I got the MJF coin. That's the money. That's my money. I'm investing in the future. And if you want to help me out, just follow me and, you know, let's chat it up. Chat me up, pal. (laughs) About uh, Meltzer, right? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Alrighty, everybody. Well, the next thing you're going to be hearing from us next week, we don't know 100% for sure yet, but the current game plan is to potentially do a Mount Rushmore of Money in the Bank. We also might potentially do Superstar Scores, Samoa Joe, or one more match, Samoa Joe, or something else happens in the meantime that we end up going, hey, you know what, we should pivot and we should talk about that. Or if anybody has any suggestions that we end up going, well, we like that one better. <laughs> then we'll end up doing whatever it is. But that's currently the game plan is Mount Rushmore of Money in the Bank. And if we don't get around to doing it then, then maybe we'll do it a little bit later on. Maybe we'll do two. I don't know. It'll, we'll see how it works with uh, next week. The only thing I know for 100% sure is we'll do the hot tags again. We'll do some kind of a main event somewhere along the line. When it comes out, we'll end up watching Batman The Long Halloween. Oh, that's... I said it on Twitter. Follow me, I did please. That's the reason I'm just trucking along, keeping going. That's my excitement right now. We're going to watch <laughs> Batman The Long Halloween. It's going to be so good. Yeah, so that's all happening. And then, of course, if you're following us, you'll know when anything happens. And hopefully things are happening with you. Hopefully good things. So, yeah. Thank you for listening to episode number 498 of The Hot Tags. Thank you for all your support in whatever fashion it is, and we will see you next time. But for now, this has been another Smart Out Moment, and we're being counted out.